Welcome to Talk Tech with Data Dave. My name's Alexis, and I am a super non-technical person who works at D3 Clarity, and I'm here to learn stuff from Data Dave. Hi, Alexis. Good morning. I I think Alexis is selling herself short, but that's uh, we'll keep that among ourselves. Um, I'm I'm Dave. I'm the CTO of D3 Clarity. I've been working with data and technology for about 25, 30 years, um, up through different different roles, different positions. So um, Alexis assures me that I am uh, suitable for having this conversation. So we'll go from there. Talk Tech with Data Dave is brought to you by D3 Clarity, offering clarity for improved decision-making. D3 Clarity delivers profitability multipliers through better data and digital infrastructure. For more information, contact D3 Clarity at d3clarity.com. Our goal here today is to talk about a data topic and learn a little bit along the way. Again, if you're a technical person, Dave's going to be your guy. If you're a non-technical person, don't worry. I'm going to ask all the, the easy questions here. So, Dave, our topic today is what is data? Can you talk to me about that? Of course. <laughs> yes, Alexis, I can talk to you about data. Let's talk about data. The first thing I did looking at this question, right, is, is a very simple question, was I looked up what data was according to the dictionary. Right. So when I read the dictionary, uh, and I just did a Google search on data, uh, it says facts and statistics uh, collected together for reference or analysis. It says the quantities, characters, or symbols on which operations are performed by a computer being stored and transmitted in the form of electrical signals, which is a little too technical. And the last one I like from the philosophical point of view is the things known or assumed as facts making the basis of reasoning or calculation, right? I mean, so that's all good, but what does any of that actually mean? So the way I look at this is that data is the evidence of a fact. So it is, if you take that last definition, it's the information that describes a people, people, place, thing, or event. It isn't the thing itself, right? But it is the information that describes it. So to go back to the description, it's the things known or assumes as facts. So, so we both wear eyeglasses. And so you were, you're saying that like our prescriptions aren't necessarily data, but the all of the little, you know, one, two, A, B things that they do is the data that actually helps us figure out our prescriptions? Yes, that's a piece of data that describes the prescription. A piece of data that describes Alexis is the fact that you wear glasses. Do you wear glasses, yes or no? Right? Okay, okay. It isn't the glasses and it's not Alexis. It's the information that describes something about you. So from a from a technical perspective or from a working perspective, what does data mean for the everyday person? So data data is everything. If you if you go to your phone number, your fo phone number is a fact. So if you go to your if you go to your phone, right, your your handy dandy cell phone that we all have, then the phone number of an individual is a fact that describes them. It is a piece of data that describes the way to connect to that person. Right. So the demographics of Alexis is your name. It's not you. It's your name. It's the, it's the data that describes you. It is okay. your address. It's address. That is information that describes where you live. Your phone number is information that describes how to connect to you. If you take these together, 
name, address, phone number, I've actually got a pretty good representation of the identity of Alexis, right? I don't have Alexis. I have information that describes Alexis. Okay. I like that. that. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That becomes crucial because that's what you need. If you, if you go to a hospital, for example, and you have a incident, you have a, you present yourself to, to a hospital, then they want to know who you are. And they want to be able to track that with multiple visits to that hospital. So who is Alexis? So this information describes who Alexis is, right? And that becomes the data about Alexis. I love that. I love that they idea of the collective idea of what a person could be, but not actually who the person is. That makes total sense. From um, so, so how do we at D three Clarity use data? Well, we use data. We're a data and analytics data management company. So what we provide is we provide the ability to help other organizations manage the data. So if we go back to that healthcare situation, if you present to hospital, but they type your name as Alexis versus Alex for two different visits, is it the same person or not? How do you know how do you describe to the manager of that data that these two visits are the same person? And that can be really valuable, right? Because you want to be able to go back to your health record and see, oh, I visited the hospital this number of times versus that number of times. You want to be confident that you're not being confused with other patients, right? Because that could be that could actually be very material from a patient perspective, from a patient health perspective. Alex might have cancer. Alexis does not. I actually had that happen to me once before, Data Dave. There was another Alexis Keller in the city that I was at the doctor of, and we had the same birthday. And it wasn't until somebody was like, oh, what a pretty middle name. Um, And then they said the other girl's middle name. And I was like, that's not me. But but those are all data points. And if we would have checked all of them from the beginning, we could have clarified. Right. Exactly. So that's that's where we get involved with data. So we help we help organizations um, work with their data to make sure the data actually describes what they think it describes, and make sure it they're using it effectively and use it for decision making. Right. Um, if you look at our name, data, digital, and, and decisions being in uh, driving clarity through that. So does the data that you're collecting actually describe what you think it's collect, uh, describing? And how confident can you be in that data? Right? Are the, are the points that we, we spend time on, right? Where we help organizations. And this goes across, right? Does the product data that you collect actually describe the products that you sell? We've had organizations that it took them a year to work out what they actually sold because their data didn't really describe what they thought it described, right? We've had organizations, you know, customer data, who did I sell this to? That could be either an organization or a person, whatever, right? And so data describes everything that occurs in an organization. When you go into Walmart, when you buy something in Walmart, the 
point of sale data, the fact that you buy bought something is data that is collected. They need that data to replenish the shelves, know what they did, know what inventory they've got, etc. So, so they use the data for all kinds of things across the business. But remember, the data is not the thing. It is just the information that describes the thing. So here you use that Walmart example. I like that. So here we have Kroger. That's one of our big um, grocery stores. I don't know if there are Kroger's where you are, but I digress. Um, and we have, you know, Kroger cards and that's when they scan it and it helps us get discounts. Is that them collecting my data? Yes. Yes. That's exactly and then- what that is. The reason they create those is because if you if you pay cash for an item in a grocery store, that's a very low fidelity touch point or it's a very weak touch point you are anonymous you handed over a buyer bond uh, a bearer bond for an item that's a great word all they know yeah all they know is that you've purchased that item has gone off the shelf they don't know who bought it they don't know anything about you they don't know how you paid for it they just know that it was cash that's all right the reason they created these loyalty programs is so that now they can know what are the demographics of the people buying this product. Because now they've got you attached to that purchase. Now they can say, Alexis bought this product and Alexis lives, well, they know where you live because the store you went to, but they know, they know who you are. They know probably your age, your gender, various things about you that they didn't know before. So now they can start to look at all the sales that go through their entire organization and start to say, okay, who are the, who's likely to purchase a coat in January, right? Which stores are likely to do that? What, what, are, we, what are they likely to buy? What is, what is happening? What, what is happening in my, at my point of sale? They know far more about you than they did before. And they can track you over time. So they can say, oh, Alexis comes in the store once a week. They do. <laughs> right? And they can predict that. They know that. And they can, they can start to plan their inventories and plan their, their lives around that. That's why they created these loyalty programs. So I'm, I'm going to synopsize everything you just said into a really dumbed down answer, which is kind of data is all around us. And it's used to understand who and what things are? Yes. It's all the information that is everywhere. Every time you, if you write something down, you are collecting data. If you write down my phone number, you are collecting data about me. Right? If you are, if you put it in your phone, if you put it into a computer, you're collecting data. Every data is everywhere. It's the information that describes people, places, things, and, and time or events. So data describes a sale, data describes a customer, data describes a person. It isn't the thing itself, but it is the, the information that describes that. Now, what, is, what has happened in recent years is with the power of computing, it's not, A, we're collecting more data, but we're able to analyze that data so much faster and do more with it. And we're collecting it so- ourselves as much as organizations are collecting it. That was about to be my next question. So it sounds like there's a lot of data out there for everything. How does one, how do I, how do you take all of that data and make sense of it? 
that's the that's the multi-million dollar question right because people put a tremendous amount of of money into exactly that right and it depends what answers you want to get right if you ask the question how do i contact data dave you're going to look in your phone you're going to look up my name and you're going to get the data there's my phone number you hit the dial button that is you making use of data right so it's that question and answer the way i always look at it is that question and answer construct what am i asking and how do i get the answer so if you're an organization that's that's collecting like we just said at walmart which is um the i'm collecting all the loyalty program cards information for all the sales across all my stores now you start to be oh walmart might be interested in uh, where should I stock the most winter coats? Right? Well, which stores last year sold the most winter coats? Probably here and not where you are, because it's snowing right. here right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that, but you get the point. Now they can now they can manage their inventory by asking that question of last year's data. They can predict where to go this year, and they can do the same with with okay. Um, you know, what is the most likely thing to be purchased in, uh, I don't know, Chicago by 25-year-old females? I don't know, right? They can ask all sorts of questions, but they can look at the data that they've collected in previous years and start to answer those questions. Now, for the amount of data that they have, some of these questions are ridiculously hard to answer, uh, can be hard to answer. That's what right? I was thinking. Just just for the amount of data that they have. And sometimes they, it's kind of, well, do I trust the answer because my, is my data good enough? What quality of data do I have? How good is it? And how much do I trust? Therefore, trust the answer that I'm getting. Now, for some things, it doesn't have to be a precise answer, right? If I'm saying, where should I stock winter coats? I don't need to know exactly how many winter coats were sold in Chicago. I just need to know that Chicago is a fairly cold place. And last year, that was evidenced by the fact that we sold a lot of coats there. And a lot is enough information to know. I don't have to know that I sold 17,293,000, whatever the number <laughs> is, right? Right. But you can, you can see how this starts to work and how people start to channel it. Amazon collects a huge amount of data. Obviously, yeah. Right. And the Amazon touch point is way higher than the Walmart touch point because Amazon, you have an account. Right. And you connect other family members to your account so they know who's in your household. They know you share lists, you create lists. All this is data that allows them to target and to work with you and provide a higher customer um, experience improve customer experience you bought this next week so you probably want this this week right right that's why <laughs> i get ads for things that i i was looking at before or why if i you know buy x it also recommends yz and and q to go with it that's right exactly exactly all okay. this is the data mining and data analysis that is happening behind the scenes Data mining, that is a great word. That sounds like a topic for another week or, or another month of discussion, though. This was awesome, Data Dave. I feel like I, I have a little bit of a better understanding of kind of what data is and how it affects our everyday life. I hope everyone will join us next time when we talk more about how data and how 
I think maybe data mining changes our lives and works through our lives. <laughs> yes, excellent. excellent. Thank you so much for being with us here today, everyone. Thanks day to day for having this conversation with me. And I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you very much. If you have a question for Data Dave, reach out to us via email at talktech at day3clarity.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions in the podcast. Thanks. This podcast has been brought to you by Day 3 Clarity. No one has time or patience to fix all of their data and infrastructure problems. D3 Clarity helps some of the world's most recognizable brands take the right action to turn their information into strategic profit making. For more information, go to D3Clarity, that's the letter D, the number three, the word clarity.com.